This North Carolina triad-based podcast is proudly brought to you by an amazing triad-based business. Ashley McKenzie Sharp with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Whether you're in the market for a new home or not, I'm willing to bet that you've at least thought about making a change. And with the fluidity of real estate and interest rates, your strategy may change by the day. But you know what? There's a nationally recognized loan originator right here that can pivot with you. Need a full qualifying approval to make that competitive offer? Maybe a quick turnaround on closing is the little something extra to help you win the home. Ashley McKenzie Sharp can help. And if you're not moving, there's a decent chance you have more equity in your home than you realize. Ashley can help you turn that equity into a long overdue home renovation. Whatever your approach, just give Ashley a call and check out your options. 336-748-4599 or email ashleym at fairwaymc.com. Ashley McKenzie Sharp, NMLS ID number 100776, is a licensed mortgage originator in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Florida. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 2289, equal housing opportunity. This is the Triad Podcast Network. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you're having a great summer as we check in with our real estate experts from the Ginther Group, our guy Blake Ginther, proud sponsor of our network, and the only one, the only one that we trust for movie reviews. No, I'm ah! no, I'm kidding. His movie taste is terrible, yeah. but his taste and his knowledge and his professionalism when it comes to real estate is top notch. So uh, maybe we'll do a spinoff movie review podcast, Blake, so people can actually discover maybe your, your poor taste in movies. I have no idea about your taste in movies. I'm totally making this up on the fly. If you can't tell already, well, look, I'm I'm a, a, a child of the '80s, so you know that uh, Adam Sandler um, and uh, you know Will Ferrell that that genre, right? I mean, so I, some people might think that's terrible, right? If you're younger <laughs> than like you know mid 30s, and if you're older than probably upper 40s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not going to think Adam Sandler is funny or, you know, and you might think Will Ferrell is funny, maybe. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what you would think is funny if you're if you're one of these younger generation, what Gen Z, I guess you call it now. I don't know what you would think is funny because, man, I can't recall the last good comedy I saw that recently was released in theaters or direct to streaming. Yeah. You know? well, been I, a lot I, of swings and misses, at least in terms of my sensibilities. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. All right. Well, today on our episode, we want to talk about a couple of things. We teased it last month, and we're going to get to that in just a little bit, which is the things that separate good realtor from great realtor. We're not going to talk about bad realtors. We're not going to try to put anything down. But if you want to go from good to great, these are the things that um, that we tend to find. And, and Blake's got a lot of great realtors on his team. So he knows a lot about this. And especially as I would say, he wouldn't say it because he's a humble guy, but he is a great realtor as well. So I will say it so that you don't have to. Um, but first, let's talk about what's happening in, in terms of national headlines, because it, these things just keep popping up. And we spend a lot of time on these shows talking about how you cannot take what you find nationally and apply it to our local market. But there are some things that you have to keep your eye on nationally, right? Because they are trends that you have to watch. They are things that you have to keep your eye on that could eventually affect what happens here with, with trickle down or, or, or just things that happen um, as a domino effect. So 
tell us what you're seeing nationally when it comes to real estate, the housing market, uh, building, buying, selling, all the things that go into um, a, a person's residence or investment property. What, what's out there? What are you seeing? What should we know about? Yeah, so I think um, I think the new national headlines is going to be a lot around new construction. It's going okay. to be a lot around because the interest rates, you know, the Fed um, is going to announce that an, an, another hike of uh, what 0.75, right? So obviously um, that will most likely, not obviously, but that will most likely make the interest rates um, rise. Although they softened for a split second, um, I think they did that so that that they could get whatever they need under before they hike it again. Um, and and look, I mean, everybody, this is all understood. Everybody knows inflation is still a massive problem. So the only thing that they can control it with is essentially interest rates. So that, but how does that correlate back to new construction? Well, costs have certainly, I think, um, leveled out and come down. But when I talk to my builder friends, they're not able to necessarily um, lower their costs, partly because I think they don't want to, but also because the labor. So the, I mean, labor shortage is a real thing, right? I mean, it, it's a real thing and builders have absolutely, um, it's impacted their costs, right? It is so, so the costs aren't coming down at a fast enough clip, even though you know, the, the supplies have come down in cost, the labor has not. In fact, it's probably risen. So therefore, builders are struggling to lower the prices. Um, and in cities across the country that have nationally, um, the larger cities have been oversaturated with new construction. So what we're dealing with, like talking about, I mean, Charlotte's one of them. What, Charlotte, do, you mean, what do you mean when you say oversaturated with new construction? So a, about a year... 18 months ago, most cities hit an all-time low with inventory. Yep. And um, and builders, developers and builders, you know, that, that ship doesn't move quickly, right? Mm -hmm. Typically, it takes, uh, you know, anywhere from minimum a year to two years, three years for developments to get going. Um, certain cities, I'd say Phoenix is one of them, Austin, Atlanta, certain cities have, have stayed ahead. And there's been these developments coming consistently and they've done a really good job. And that problem is they've done such a good job that now they find themselves in an oversaturated market. Mm -hmm. Meaning when, when the interest rate started going up and it softened the buyer demand, they had way more than what we have in the triad available. Mm -hmm. And, and so they had a couple of months already inventory. They went from two, or, you know, they went from two, possibly three months inventory six weeks ago to now they're looking at, oh crap. They had like, a huge spike in inventory. Now all of a sudden they could have double that inventory of new construction. Yeah. And, and builders are going, hmm, <laughs> whoops. And a lot of them preemptively pulled back. Um, what I don't want that, what we really don't want, if you're listening to this and you live in the triad, what you don't want to happen is for that national, uh, effect to impact us because we have not been oversaturated with new construction. No. We are, we are still massively undersupplied in new construction. 
And, and, and I can tell you, Adam, like true homes is a perfect example. They were getting bidding wars for the first time ever. They were allowing bidding wars on their properties as recently as April. And now they are, I think, trying to stay ahead of what they're hearing nationally and what they're seeing in Charlotte because they're a Charlotte based company. And they are, um, they are releasing all of their inventory, allowing people to purchase. And they're mm-hmm. doing that for two reasons. One, if costs come down, they get to capture the higher cost. Yep. Uh, you know, and and two, uh, they see nationally and specifically in Charlotte. Uh oh, we were going to have our inventory is going to go up, and and that will hurt us. So let's just let them gobble it up now. Um. So long story. When short, you say when you say bidding wars, sorry, I, I ask another clarifying question. But when you say bidding wars, are you talking about? the uh, the new construction companies bidding out with folks that want to rep the home to sell it? So there, no, the consumer, see, builders typically didn't, especially, they don't like to be tracked, we'll call them semi-custom, semi-custom builders mm-hmm. don't like to be, uh, they don't typically get in bidding wars. They allow people to, they, you know, to put them under contract as they come. Um, and, and they just want, you know, they often recently have been getting above asking, but not going, Hey, Hey, full media, I'm going to give you full market. I'm going to give you five days. Give me the highest price. Okay. Typically that hasn't been a thing. Well, it became a thing this past early spring, you know, February here locally. Um, and as quickly we were late adopters to that. And now they're, they've doing a complete 180. Right. Instead of doing bidding wars, they're saying, hey, everybody, you can have this. You can buy this home and put it under contract right now. And we're only halfway through production. We'll be ready for uh, another few months, but yeah. you can put it under contract at this price right now. Yeah. And they, they're releasing, you know, 50 houses versus one at a time and getting bidding wars. Sure. And, okay. and I get the philosophy, get a higher price and, and you know, secure a low inventory. Um, it's just it's probably not necessary in our market. And that's where the segue, honestly, into good versus great is how do you handle challenges? The Triad Podcast Network is sponsored by Jennifer Johnson, owner of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and a local certified financial planner who helps people plan for big financial goals such as retirement or college. Especially now, navigating markets is challenging particularly for those gearing up for retirement, young professionals, business owners, or retirees. Am I saving enough for retirement? As a business owner, do I need a workplace retirement plan to attract and retain key employees? Am I using the right individual investment strategies? Personally, I had some of those questions. Plus, how do I save for my kids' college education? So I went and got local independent advice from Jennifer and her team at Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. They're located in Winston-Salem, and you can get started like I did with a complimentary, no-obligation consultation right here in the triad. Just call 336-701-1600 or email jennifer at the number 3-magnolias.com, jennifer at 3-magnolias.com. And be sure to catch Jennifer's podcast covering all sorts of financial tips, trends, and strategies right here on this same feed with the Triad Podcast Network. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. 
So one more, one more question though, about, um, whether something like this could impact our local market, it, what, what impact or non-impact do you see with this? Could, could the fact that larger cities are so saturated with new construction that it creates, it creates a change in medium sized cities like, like ours? Yes. That the, the concern, what, what should happen, Adam, is that they should pivot. Uh, I use that word. They should adjust to the word of the pandemic. <laughs> they should adjust to say, oh, okay, well, um, our market is oversaturated. So let's seek out markets that aren't. Right. Right. And yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they should do. Um, and I bet that's what some will do. And those that do that will thrive. And, yeah. and uh, you know, but, but some aren't. Some aren't going to do that. Like, I mean, honestly, I think True Homes is 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 not doing that. And and they're a Charlotte-based company. Mm-hmm. And they're if they are making Charlotte-based decisions in the triad, then they're bad. Then they're wrong. Can't yeah, do. yeah. Is that something that you think would be a good thing? Is for some of this saturation to then make its way and and create more new construction in our area? Is that something that you hope happens? I won't be mad at it. I won't. I definitely won't be mad at it. I think. Um, I think. Look, certain sellers might be mad at it because I mean, if you're a seller specifically under 450, um, really the 300 to 450 range, and you have a 21st century home, you could be competing against new, and therefore it could hurt you. But sure. costs have come up. My guess is if you are a seller who owns a $300,000 to $450,000 home right now, you bought it. If you bought it pre-pandemic, you bought it in the twos. Yeah. So yeah. you're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it's fascinating, you know, because these last few conversations we've had, I, I recall that we are, um, we're about a year from when we really saw the, the height of the, the sales bonanza, I guess, with homes where you put a home on the market and you're getting, I remember we, we put our home in the market at Memorial Day weekend of 2021 uh, that we, we sold with, with the Ginther Group. And I, as soon as it went live, I just notification, 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 showing, 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 showing. You're, you're getting 30 showings within 24 hours. Um, and we we could have had it we could have if we wanted to had it under contract within a day oh yeah. and, an and and so so the thing that we wanted to talk about today in terms of good realtor versus great realtor is you've got to be able to navigate much different waters right now right there's so many different factors that people have to consider which is more of what like the traditional and and what to expect out of this business because look it, it didn't take a lot to and it didn't take a lot compared to what it used to take to try to sell a home a year ago. But here we are a year later and things have changed. I mean, look, I'm going to say this. This is going to be scary for a lot of folks to hear this, but I'm going to say that almost 50% of the real estate agent industry, real estate industry from as it pertains to realtors um, are are have never experienced you know, the, any other market than the, than the current one. Mm-hmm. Right, they're they're new. Fifty percent are 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 new to this industry from the pandemic. That's crazy, <laughs> and 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 that is a scary thing, or should be scary to a lot of homeowners in the sense that, honestly, they 
most of them have not had to learn how to sell. Most of them have not, don't understand how to navigate repair requests. Um, the number, I mean, look. So many of that stuff got bypassed in these transactions, you know, like we'll, we'll bypass the inspection. We don't need the appraisal, uh, blah, 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 just because you needed to do it to be able to win a, a bidding war. Yeah, frankly, for the last two years, uh, agents just needed to have relationships. Yeah, <laughs> if they had a relationship and they got a, a, a listing in particular, they had a sale, right? Um, they they maybe had to have the relationship with the buyers so that, such that they could tell them what it was going to take to win, mm-hmm. uh, which was a uh, an aggressive offer. So they had to have relationships. Now moving forward. Um, as the market softens and, 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 and then strengthens and then weakens and changes consistently, which is what real estate is. The last two years have been like, they're going to get an asterisk. They've been totally strange. The pandemic caused, you know, and, and frankly, it really in the grand scheme of things, I think just corrected what was the other asterisk in our world, which is 08. You know, everybody wants to make this 08 comparison to, to now. You know, the irony is actually I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's the other way around. 08 and 2020 are the two asterisks. Yeah. The lat the 08 to 10 to 2010 and 2020 to 2022 are the are the asterisks. We're gonna get back to uh, up and down real estate market, but overall it is a steady eddy four to five percent play interest. You know, that's why you want to own it, mm-hmm. right? But and and it, but you yeah you're not going to see these crazy hikes uh, for a while and maybe yeah. never again in our life Adam you never know but and and I believe we won't have widespread mortgage fraud so we're not going to see this crazy dip like we saw right. in 2008 so all this to say good to great agent a great agent is more than a relationship right a great agent is somebody who can um, have hard conversations who can. Um, say you know, the reality is our job is setting expectations, right? It is um, to first and foremost, it's always going to be setting expectations of the market of yes. the time. And then it is negotiating. Oftentimes it's, it's negotiating within those expectations, both your client and the agent's client on the other side, the other agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it's positioning, it's positioning your seller, to find success, the most success, meaning some work prior to going live is going to be a thing. It's, you know, positioning, meaning um, HGTV, people didn't have to take down their personal photos there for a few years. Well, guess what? We're going to get back to that. You yeah. might have to make your bed again, like literally. Make <laughs> your bed. Um, you know, we're, we're going to, it's positioning is going to be a thing. Um, and then it's problem solving, right? Because every single deal a new problem comes about. I've been doing this 19 years. Almost every transaction I do, something new hits. And I'm like, this is why I love this job. And that's the difference between good to great is how they how they navigate those four elements of the job. And man, honestly, uh, really other than setting expectations to position the offers to win, there was very little positioning. There was very little hard conversations, again, other than preparing people uh, how aggressive they were going to have to write offers. Right. Um, you know, there's just been, and, and there's been very little agent to agent, like zero uh, negotiating and communications. Um, and there's, frankly, there's been some veteran agents in our market that have put themselves in a bad spot by being bullies 
that that will come back to bite them. Hmm. Um, and you know, I think it, we're gonna. It's a, Winston's a small town, man. The Triad is, it, you know, is for as much as we have to offer, we live much smaller. And and I think by choice, right? We like that mm-hmm. for the most part. So I think agent to agent relationships will be a, a key thing. How does a client know that, right? If you're, well, look, um, I would definitely say reviews are helpful. Um, I would definitely say ask, frankly, ask other agents. I will never say a negative thing about another agent. It doesn't. It doesn't look good on me. And it doesn't serve anybody well for me to speak ill of another agent. Right. Um, but if I don't say glowing things about them, then you should probably read between the lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, point taken on that one. The Triad Podcast Network is presented by Icon Custom Builders in Winston-Salem. We've all been there. You're thinking of making some changes around the house. So what do you do? You take to social media, ask for recommendations to make those home improvements, and inevitably, you get 20 responses and each one has a different answer. You're even more confused. Well, we're here to make it easy for you. Just talk to our friends at Icon Custom Builders. Whether it's a large or small renovation, they've been transforming homes in the triad since 2005. And like we've been saying for several months now, chances are you've got more equity in your home than you realize. So now could be the perfect time to consider some upgrades. Maybe you want to modernize your kitchen or optimize your outdoor space for entertaining. You can even restore your older home with a more functional layout and design while preserving the original character and charm. Whatever's on your wish list, Icon can help turn it into reality. Now, if you're like me, the whole idea of home renovation is overwhelming. But not to worry, Icon has a full-service design-build team that guides homeowners through every step of the process. Just visit their website, iconcustombuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and start your dream project today. Market knowledge, being able to, to have the right conversations based on what the times are the conversation that you're having with buyers and sellers six months ago is not the same one that you want to have today. So, what are the ways that you and your team analyze the state of our current market and national trends that could affect the way things are heading? What are the things that you guys do just to stay on top of it without giving away too many trade secrets? But um, I, I do want to say, like, you know, it, it's relationships and personality and communication. Those are things that make good agents and, and things that probably you should do to do your job well. But what takes you to the next level is that institutional knowledge to be able to provide the right counsel. Yeah. I, I think that no two markets are the same, but I think having lived through a bunch of different markets, it's helpful. Um, so first and foremost, know the market you're in today. Yeah. Right. First and foremost, MLS is the you know multiple listing services is our um, is our real estate bible. It's, it's our data. So we go there to tell you exactly um, what the absorption rate is, what's coming in, what's coming out. Where you know where are we? By the way, we're still under 500 houses in Forsyth County. You know, until we get to 800 plus, we're going to be a seller's market. Minimum, I'd say 650, 700. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're still a seller's market and we're, we're kind of living in the upper fours, right? Which just a couple months ago, we were living in the upper twos, you know, mid to upper twos. So 
much softer, but not where we frankly, not level by any means yet. So knowing your market first and foremost, and then, and then constantly talking um, with people. If I'm an agent who hasn't experienced any other market, you better be picking the brains of the agents who've lived in other markets yeah. and say, Hey, what did you guys do? You know, in, in 04, 05, 06, when it was, you know, when, when the inventory was going like this and, you know, and, but in interest rates were in the sixes. So what, what did you do then to find success? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pertinent question to today. Cause yeah, that, you know, inventory is going up and rates are going up. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the same market by any stretch because of what just happened and because of how tight regulation is. So we don't have false buyers and we don't have builders getting access to funds that they shouldn't too. Um, so, I, I mean, I think, Adam, it really does. What's going to separate agents, good to, good to great agents, is their desire to geek out on the data Mm-hmm. And to go pick brains. Um, and I'm not saying that veterans have answers. I, I mean, I'm not saying because I lived in that market, I worked in that market. I'm going to be, because I just said, I started off by saying no two markets are the same. Um, but being uh, creative, heaven forbid, is going to be a thing again. Right? Sure. So um, builders, you know, no, not a trade secret for me to say that, like, for some of these new construction neighborhoods I rep, we, we are probably going to bake into the price buying down your interest rate. Yeah. With points. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, you know, I'm going to save the builders money. We're going to raise the price and bake in a bought down interest rate, mm. which will make them, which will accomplish two things, right? It will make them look, it will make them more competitive. Hey, you can buy this $550,000 house uh, at a four and a quarter interest rate or you can go next door, right? And buy an existing home for $550,000 at six and a quarter. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's good. So as, as you kind of see the way that things are going over the next couple of months, you know, the next time that we jump onto one of these podcasts, we're going to be just a couple of weeks away from the school year getting started, which brings another shift in, in market trends. So what do you, what do you see happening over the next couple of months? You mentioned that there we're expecting another increase in interest rate and that's not alarming. That's getting us back to more level, uh, to more level ground. Right. So what do you, what do you see in the, in the near term future? Yeah. I see interest rates, um, continuing to rise. I see that softening demand and I see that it could, it it actually uh, probably will in the triad soften, supply as well, because a lot of the move up sellers are going to go, I mean, I got a two to two to 3% interest rate. I'm staying put Adam, you're in that boat, right? I mean, anybody who's, who's refied or, or bought, um, in the, which is a lot of people. Yeah. They're, they're like going, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to move, even though I might want to move, I might not move. Because if I purchase now, I'm purchasing it. Even though it's six percent, it's still six percent versus three or or three and a half. Um, so you can all, but but is it is it wrong of me to to think that? Don't worry. Don't don't get too overwhelmed or or too focused on what interest rate you're buying because you can always refinance. It is not at all wrong to think that you are dating an interest rate in marrying the home. 
Right? <laughs> I love that. That is a great way to think about it. And and I I stole that from a uh, from a loan officer. You're dating the interest rate. You're marrying the home. And is that that is the way consumers need to think for at least the next six, probably twelve months, as the government moves the only throttle it has in in dealing with inflation. Uh, not the only, but the the quickest and easiest throttle. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a homeowner, you can't get you can't, but you also can't. What if it doesn't? Right? What if what if rates, heaven forbid, everybody breathe, stay in the fives and sixes for like the next ten years? Mm-hmm. You know, and what I'll tell you is, economically speaking we better pay off our, some of our debts and we better start to actually do better from that perspective, from a financial perspective. Um, and, I, and I think we will, but it will soften the move up market. That's okay. I, honestly, that's okay. And, and so Adam, I will tell you, I think the next, by the time we talk again, the inventory will have gone up. I, I'm going to, I'm going to prognosticate. I'm going to guess that we will have close to 600 active homes in Forsyth County. And um, and then we'll be entering this random two week law that happens every year from mid to late August through past Labor Day, mm-hmm. um, where not much happens in real estate. Yeah, <laughs> school year school year starting, all that. Yeah, seasonality is a real thing. Yep, that's the other thing. Like people, you know, want to everybody in the triad in particular. Just breathe, enjoy your vacation seasonality is a real thing. Um, you know, personally, my team is selling, putting more things under contract today than we were six weeks ago. So yeah. I'm not hating this market. And, yeah. and it, it's y'all, y'all just put a, uh, y'all just put a $1.8 million home on under contract, didn't you? 1.9, but who's 1. 9. I don't want to short you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, 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 no, we're not mad at this market at the softening at all. I don't think consumers should be either. I think everybody needs to breathe. And I think that agents are going to need to like, you know, start geeking out a little bit to better, better serve their clients. Yeah. Very sage advice for buyers and and maybe for some up and coming folks in the industry as well too. So um, Blake, always enjoy it, my friend. And he, uh, Oh, how could I forget? Tell people where they can find you. Of course. Yes, please. So uh, theginthergroup.com, theginthergroup.com or 336-283-8689. Okay, my friend. Enjoyed it as always. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Thank you, brother. You as well. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.